Well, here it is, our first episode. Are you excited? Yes. Do you like my studio? It's very fancy. We're in the car. It is the best sound booth, you guys. And do we know what we're doing? No, not at all. But that's the fun in it. We're just going with it. And we just want to share and take you guys on our journey. Uh, if you listen to our trailer, you heard that we have been on this journey for quite a while. Boss Babe here is the youngest of how many? Five. And she got demoted when she was only, what, just turning three because I went through a divorce. I got remarried. So she went from being the youngest of three all the way down the totem pole to being the youngest of five. Imagine that. And she was already one of those that really, really struggled with wanting a lot of attention. So one of the first things she started to do, please tell us the story of how you put on your shows every night? Well, I would go around and put papers on people's bedroom doors and say, my show is at da-da-da time and you have to be here. And then I'd make everybody sit on the couch and watch my little dance shows that I would perform with music. And if someone talked, if someone moved, if someone got up, I started the whole thing over all over again until everyone was quiet and they watched me. Okay, so you guys, you can imagine, we combined a teenager, a 10-year-old, and then mine were seven, five, and three. And these were the kids that had to be her captive audience every night because she had to do a show. She demanded attention from the time she was very young. So this is your chance. This is your chance to get your voice out there and let people know what is going on. So she wants to share an inspirational quote with us. What is on your mind, Bossy? What do you want to share the, with us today? The inspirational quote is, Worrying does not take away tomorrow's troubles. It takes away today's peace. Absolutely. So, if I was a 12-year-old and I was Boss Babe right now, give me an example. What are some of the things that are stressing you out right now? <laughs> well, right now it's kind of just like simple things. Like, what I'm going to wear to school tomorrow, I have no idea. Oh, that was drama for me when I was your age. I get it. Anything else? Sports? What, you just um, made the soccer team? Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, I actually uh, got a text. This is how this all actually started today. So I've been sick, um, and she was running a fever, but she was feeling better, so she went to school today. And I got a text you're not supposed to be texting in school. That's a whole nother issue. And I got a text saying, Mom, Mom, Mom. She doesn't just text regular. It'll be in all caps. It'll be multiple texts telling me that she wasn't feeling well. Could I come get her? So that's what I did. Um, ended up coming to get her today. She spent some time with me going around to work. And then we decided today was a day to just start the podcast and we went for it. But the reason we are even doing this podcast is because let me just take you back to the time when I was going through my divorce. And, you know, aside from all the details and, and whose fault it was and all of that, um, I will tell you that there is nothing more emotionally draining and challenging um, and just heartbreaking than going through a divorce. So if that's something that you're going through right now, my heart goes out to you. Uh, it is, it, you know, it, it's a journey that, that never ends. It really doesn't. And it's it's part of 
just learning to have to make the best of it and live broken is really what it comes down to. So I want to take you along, you know, how we've come. It's been going on nine years now that we've been through a divorce and remarriages on both sides. And I I really just want to take some of my experiences and share them with anybody who's out there struggling right now and let you know some of the things that I learned along the way, some of the mistakes that we made along the way. So hopefully you can learn from it and, and just feel like you're not out there and you're not alone. So I'll tell you one of the earliest memories and lessons I had was uh, shortly after um, their dad got remarried uh, we went to a soccer game and the kids had been with their dad and their stepmom and the boys came running up to me and said hi and you know were hugging me and boss babe who was three at the time she just sat there in her stepmom's lap and she just looked at me from across the field and almost acted like she didn't know me and then turned back and was like playing like bouncing in her stepmom's lap acting like she was having the best time but she kept looking at me to make sure that I saw that she was having a blast with her stepmom and it it really was hurtful at first I mean it broke my heart I'm like that's my baby girl that's you know and all those thoughts that are going through my mind of of is my relationship with her not going to be the same because she is a lot you know she was younger than the boys I didn't have that 24 7 time with her up to a certain age like I did with the other two and you know was she gonna know the difference that like I'm her mom and that's her stepmom and just all these emotions and guilt and everything started coming over me and it was really really hard to process It took me a few weeks and, um, you know, a few times of that happening, different times and different events where we would all be there together. And then all of a sudden, it was like God just placed it on my heart and, and it hit me. You know what? That baby girl that you have, she is the personality that wants so much attention. And now especially with more kids in your life and more things going on you really can't give her all that attention she wants instead of being jealous or hurt or sad that she's getting and loving attention from her stepmom as well you should actually be incredibly grateful that she has another woman in her life to love her to spend time with her and to give her, you know, double the attention. And when it hit me like that, it reminded me that at this point, it was all about the kids. It was all about their happiness. It had nothing to do with me or even wondering, ooh, do people at the game think that I'm not a good mom because when I show up, she stays with her stepmom and doesn't come running to me? I mean, it, it's stupid, even stupid things like that are, are prideful thoughts and feelings that we collect get in um, to the point where we might make the kids come see us or make the kids come talk to us. And instead of just letting them do what makes them happy and what makes them feel special. And now that she's older and we've talked about it, um, you know, it was more of just here was another um, woman in her life that she saw almost like as a friend. Um, fun type of person and and it made her feel special and there it wasn't anything against you know her not recognizing me as her, my, her mom or loving me as her mom or loyalty or anything like that and I'll tell you though it was that mindset shift 
that I was able actually to take over to all of the kids in so many more situations down the road that made all the difference in how I felt and how I approached their interactions, you know, going back and forth. And at the end of the day, it made them be a lot happier too. So I hope that that is just um, a little bit of an idea of maybe how you could look at things differently. Because at the end of the day, it's it's such a complicated situation and kids' emotions are are just so fragile and so complicated and you really can't always figure out what's really going through their mind. And the last thing you want to do is take it personal and let it be something that hurts you. Um, in the end, if they're happy, be happy because that's what it's all about. Okay, boss babe, it's time for pet peeve. <laughs> okay, pet peeve. Okay, um, let's see. Ooh, when you're on your phone and you just do email after email after email. I know the phone gets to me because that's work and work doesn't end till after five and sometimes after and you're right I have to work so much on um, not just emailing and emailing and emailing and turning it off and it's something that I I do want to work on more okay here's my pet peeve exactly what you're doing right now (laughs) I wish they could see how crazy you look She's doing all these little TikTok dances, but the thing is, she doesn't stop. So, like, even if we're in public, we're walking through the grocery store, she's doing all these crazy moves, and people are thinking, what is the matter with that child? So, stop. Be normal. No No TikTok moves. Well, anyway, I hope that this helped you guys um, just a little bit if you're maneuvering through this. Make sure that you share the show with somebody who might be in this stage of life or uh, maybe you're in it right now. And we would love, love, love for you to share the episode. Give us feedback. Um, You know, make sure you download it and stay tuned because we're going to be bringing on all types of guests, including other members of our family, because they all truly had different perspectives as they were all different ages and different personalities. And it just it takes a lot to make this family go round. So last thing we want to always leave with is what are we the most grateful for? God's grace. Definitely most grateful for God's grace in our life, for second chances, and um, just for our health as well. All right. So until next time, Boss Babe out.